0: Hey guys and welcome back to Penny for Your Thoughts with me Becky B. Um, Today I'm going to be talking about all things strength training and why you should be doing it. Whether it's strength training, weightlifting, resistance training, whatever it is, you should be doing weight-bearing exercises and that is because it supports your health so much and not even from the perspective of just now but for your future self which I think a lot of people kind of forget is that unfortunately we are going to get older i'm very sad about it but we are going to get older and as we age you know things aren't always in our favor and that's why it's really important to do things that can support your health and support you as you age it's very much about thinking how you can support your future self rather than just thinking about the here and now, because whilst obviously you want to think about the here and now, because, you know, be present and all that, but it's not just like, oh, it'll be fine now, I'll just not do any of it. Because if it gets to the point when you're older and you get told you've got like osteoporosis and that's not, you can't undo that. You can't suddenly be like, oh God, I'm going to go strength train now and hopefully support it you can't change it once you've had that diagnosis once you've done that damage it's not you can't change it and it, and you have to live with that and that's like a lot of things risks um in terms of like diseases and stuff you know some things can't be undone once you've done the damage but also just your quality of life as well do you want to be that person who is still able to potentially like run around with their grandchildren or do you want to be the person who is physically incapable of running around the grandchildren because they aren't in a position, they don't have the strength, they are like weak and they're not feeling their best. While some of this stuff can happen naturally without, you know, you could do everything, but ultimately genetics play a key role. The, the truth is you can also support it and, and reduce that risk. You can't change your genetics, but if you're not already predisposed to it, then there's a, there's a chance that you can reduce your risk of developing things that can make your life a lot harder as you age and make life a lot less enjoyable. But even just the way you feel about yourself, I think strength training, like resistance training, makes you feel more confident, it, it boosts your self-esteem, it improves your mood, like any kind of exercise does. And when you get stronger, like with resistance training again that just boosts your confidence in different aspect you know you start to reduce that focus of just wanting to look a certain way and you kind of start to be like oh I'm actually very strong like check me out and I think for that reason it's just more than beneficial because when you kind of shift your mindset to performance based stuff it does make you feel better in yourself and it makes life more enjoyable so I'm going to run through a few benefits of strength training and just the information around it and why it's going to help you. And, you know, if you're in two minds about doing exercise, um, specifically resistance or weightlifting or whatever, if you're in fear that you're going to get bulky, like, let this be your reasons as to why you should ignore that and why it is beneficial and to be honest you're not going to get bulky anyway i don't know why people think that um so let's begin so one of the first things of why i think you should be doing any kind of like resistance training or weight bearing exercises is because it can improve your heart health there have actually been quite a few studies around it and some studies have shown that regular strength training can decrease blood pressure and lower total and LDL cholesterol. So LDL is your low density lipoproteins, which is, they, they refer to it as like the bad cholesterol. um, And that's why it's beneficial if you can reduce that, because it's going to reduce the risk of anything related to like, any cholesterol related diseases and improve blood circulation by strengthening the heart and the blood vessels so there is i mean if that doesn't speak volumes anyway i don't know what well but the fact that you can improve your heart health and potentially then reduce the risk of other like heart related diseases is such an important like it's such a huge thing and i think that people neglect those like, people will neglect their health quite a lot when it isn't things that are obvious to them. So, like, if you at the moment have absolutely no kind of heart-related issues, you're, you're not going to be thinking about it. You're just going to be like, mm, I'm just going to carry on doing what I'm doing, whether that is things that are going to cause issues later in your life, like... I don't know, drinking drugs, smoking, whatever, you know, if it isn't the right now, it's really hard to imagine like, oh, but there could be a potential because obviously naturally as humans, we don't kind of want to imagine ourselves as being ill or dying and stuff because that isn't gonna support us as a human race. And it's not gonna help us kind of, it it doesn't really support us in any way, which is why we don't necessarily think about it. But ultimately like it should still be in your mind that you do want to support your health in as many ways as possible and that includes like internally your heart your lungs you know all of your organs you want them to be in a good place and this is why one of the reasons you should be strength training uh next up is it supports bone health and reduces the risk of osteoporosis now I don't know if many people have heard me go on about this because it's something that does really interest me so I do bring it up quite frequently but osteoporosis is something that especially women after menopause are very susceptible to and that is because we build bone from the age that we're born up until like maybe 30 or like late 20s we're building bone and during our peak bone building years so from that age like from they were born up until like 30 or early 20 late 20s that is when we are doing it so that's where nutrition and movement play a really key role in how you can reach your peak bone density. So even if you're kind of past this point now, then influence your children to move more and like do more because it will help so, so much as they age. And it's not a right now thing, but like your future self will definitely thank you for it. Um, so during those bone building years, that's why we make the most and how we can increase that is by doing like impactful exercises that, that put stress on the bone and I know that sounds like not the best thing to do It's putting stress on the bone, but trust me with this. So doing like weight bearing exercises and things like that can really support, um, the building blocks of like that, that bone building and things like making sure you've got calcium in your diet and protein, and just making sure you've got a very varied nutritional diet is going to support you as well. But particularly like strength training, weight bearing exercises, very, very helpful. Um, But especially like i said as women because once we reach menopause i don't even know i sound a bit like a chicken then (laughs) menopause once we we reach i actually cannot speak this is just a standard thing for me isn't it i just can never speak right let's go again once we reach menopause (laughs) estrogen stops being produced and estrogen is a contributing um like the hormone contributes towards bone density and like bone building so during bone building years that's what kind of supports it and when we reach menopause we no longer have that so whilst once we reach like 30 and we've reached peak bone mass or whatever our peak bone mass is or we've built as much bone as we could and then we can no longer do it it just starts to gradually decline and then when we reach menopause it it declines at a faster rate But then it does start to level out again. So it's not like you just suddenly go all the way downhill. It's just it can increase the rate of decline during like that period of menopause, maybe like five years sometimes. And then it and then the curve does seem to like level out again, but still we do just carry on to decline. So that's why it's really important that you have built as much bone mass as possible and reach that peak bone density when you could have in your younger years, because that means that when your bone mass is reducing or your bone density is reducing, there's a lot more to be reduced. Whereas when you don't have as much, that is going to make you more susceptible to like brittle bones osteoporosis. And that's going to lead to more things like hip fractures or breaks on when you fall like you're going to probably end up in hospital because your bones just can't support you and that's why you end up in hospital because you end up with more breaks and fractures and your bones don't heal as well as they used to so that's why it's really really important and like i say even after you've had those like peak bone building years still strength training alongside it will keep contributing to keeping your bones strong like whilst you can't stop the rate like you can't stop your bone density decreasing but you can stop or no you can reduce the rate at which it decreases and obviously that's going to be very beneficial in terms of reducing that risk later on in life of anything related to your bones like osteoporosis and that applies to males as well women are slightly more susceptible what men are still susceptible to it so it's really important and then if I go back to as I say like younger years it, again particularly women here like if you have a loss of menstrual cycle and you don't have menstrual cycle for many years again that is the same thing you're you're not optimizing your bone density building because again you need that estrogen there to help the the the, the bone building because what happens is it's like your bone is it's like re reformed every so often so like the old bones taken away and then new bones built and that's just how it goes on and on until you reach like your peak bone density mass and then you're just left with what you've got in short (laughs) there is a much more complex process to it but i'm just trying to sum it up quickly because i don't want to go into it too much so that's why it's very important also to maintain a healthy menstrual cycle because you're going to be supporting your health and your bone health there and again alongside that weight training very beneficial very helpful towards strengthening your bones as it puts strain on them so the reason why you want like strength bearing exercise is because you want to put that strain on and you can put that strain on continuously as you progress with an exercise so for instance as you're increasing the weights or reps or whatever you're then putting that strain on the bone as you're actually like progressing with it next it kind of falls on with this one to be honest and that's reduces the risk of injury and obviously for me (laughs) the injury queen (laughs) is very beneficial so whilst I have been injured a little bit too much over the last year I know why um and that's just because I have a slightly hypermobile hip and that's what's caused issues and I wasn't stretching and I would imagine that if I also didn't weight train that it would be much much worse because I wouldn't have the strength in my hip be able to support that so like my glute medius for instance that's the one that is going to be supporting it and building that resistance against like the hypermobility of my hip so if i didn't train then there would be probably even more an increased risk of injury and also stretching too is important but if you strength train you're going to be obviously building like let's hope we're building muscle and obviously the more muscle mass you've got the better because it means that you have got that strong muscle that is going to support your bones and your ligaments and your joints so it's going to reduce that risk of injury and again going to help as you age as well because you are more at risk of falls as you age and that's usually due to people probably having slightly like weaker muscles or or even muscle wastage, weaker bones etc whereas if you have strong bones and strong muscles but more so if you have strong muscles as well you're more likely going to be able to catch yourself if you fall and that is actually a really it doesn't sound like much but as you age like like I say a fall could easily put you in hospital it might not whilst you're young but as you get older it can easily put you in hospital so having that strength to catch yourself when you fall is so important um and even if you do other things so if you do running or like netball like one of one of my clients she does netball and she will do strength training around it to support herself and i have other clients who run a lot and again they'll maybe strength train a couple of times a week to support their running because it does help it it like really really will make it so much better because you're gonna be like there's gonna be a less likely chance that you're gonna be out of the sport for a while so if you do it for competitive reasons you want to reduce the chances of you being out of it because it's not fun being injured and not being able to do anything. And trust me when I say that, honestly, when my hip flexor was bad, I hated it. And for someone who uses exercise as a way to also support their mental health and their brain, (laughs) because otherwise they're just overstimulated all the time. It's just not fun being injured. So doing it can reduce the risk of injury number four is boost it boosts your mood so exercise movement in general it boosts your mood and it can be so so beneficial for mental health and supporting mental health so there's some research around anxiety and the research showed that there was a potential well the research showed that regular strength training may reduce anxiety and improve your mood so that's again, a huge factor. Like you don't just have to weight train or strength train or exercise just for aesthetics. And I think more so it is actually more important to do it for your mental health and for your being. Like if you've ever been for a run and you feel them those endorphins after, wowee. Like that's what makes me very addicted to running because I love that feeling. Like it's, it's just a game changer. And that's why, you know, if you do struggle with low mood, it can support you so much. And I'm genuinely speaking from a place of my own experiences. Like I've been in a place where, well, to be honest, regularly, I suffer with very extreme emotions, I'd say. I think it's partly to do with, well, I think it's to do with ADHD. You struggle with emotional regulation. So when I am feeling my best, I'm very upbeat, hyper, up there. When I'm not feeling great, I'm very low. I would say like super low. It's very hard for me like for a good sometimes it's like two days where I genuinely feel like there's just a cloud over me and like I was saying this to someone the other day um (laughs) it feels like you know like the Dementors on Harry Potter it feels like they've sucked the soul out of me that's what it feels like I feel like I have no soul left when I'm down and I would definitely say it it can also slightly correlate to when I haven't trained I sometimes feel like I am slightly lower in mood And i guess that's because again adhd you are lacking like you have a dopamine deficiency so i mean exercise is great for dopamine as well so again like you maybe are a little bit more susceptible to a slightly lower mood um so when i am feeling low like movement is the thing that always helps me whether that is resistance training or whether that is running it supports me so much and it improves my mood and I genuinely think exercise is medicine. Now I'm not saying you know just go for a run; and it'll cure all your issues, any trauma you've got, just gone. It's fine, just run it off. Not going to happen, but it can really support your mental health. And the thing is, when we are in a in a place where we've got low mood or like high stress or something, we actually seem to pull away from the things that support us most. And we probably end up doing more of the things that don't support us, which I'm not really sure what the research is, if there's any research around that actually, because it would be interesting, but that's only gonna make our mood worse. And we pull away from the things that will actually support us. For instance, going out, getting out in nature, um, regular movement, exercising, all these things can really support our mental health, and I just don't think there's enough, enough emphasis on it. So if you ask someone who maybe struggles like me with kind of wide mood variations, and you can easily get into a low mood, then honestly, like, from my own experience, but also from the data, you know, research does suggest that, that it can really support your mental health. And I think, why would you not try it? you know there's what have you got to lose if you are struggling like and you do struggle with the management of it like what have you got to lose by just trying out like going to an exercise class or going to the gym or going for a run or whatever it is you know it's not going to cause an issue in the long term you can just try it if it doesn't help just cross it off but I can guarantee that it most likely will help you a lot um alongside obviously any other help that you need in terms of your mental health because i'm definitely not saying it solves all problems <laughs> i wish it did um there's also been some recent studies around i think i was reading it the other day around um resistance training potentially reducing the risk of like dementia and alzheimer's which i think is very interesting now i my grandma died from uh, vascular dementia and i would definitely say it's something that scares me just in case it's like a genetic thing and i think it scares my mum as well um because when you see someone go through that like it is a quite a frightening thing and it's funny it's not funny (laughs) you have to excuse my language around things because i'm not very good at articulating things sometimes um it's not funny but it's interesting (laughs) It's interesting because no, it's not even interesting. Hang on, let me let me wind this all the way back before I dig a giant hole for myself here. Um, it was it was hard because, like, watching my grandma, like, she just like lost herself completely, and is it's like they're not the person they were, but I, and it's like they're gone anyway. Like by by the end point, like before she did die, she. I don't want this to sound like a harsh way, but like it was like she'd gone already because she just kind of wasn't there. It was it was really it was it was hard. I wanted to keep saying it was really weird, but that's just because again, not got that wide a bit of a vocabulary for some stuff. um But yeah, it, it was. It's a it's a horrible thing to see, and I think again like. If you can support yourself in any way to reduce those risks, like, why wouldn't you? Um, There's also other studies that have been done in older adults that have shown that strength training might improve cognitive function. So that's things like your processing speed and memory and executive function. Um, And this was in comparison to those who didn't partake in it. So, again, it just the evidence was suggesting that those who did do regular strength training seem to have better cognitive function in comparison to those who didn't. Um, And it's also thought to have some neuroprotective effects as well, such as reducing inflammation um, and increased expression of brain derived neurotropic factor, which is linked to memory and learning. So it's wild that just movement can can support you in this way and I guess it's because as well when you are doing exercise like you are remembering like movement patterns and you kind of are constantly challenging that and making sure that you are performing it correctly because it seems so simple like let's say you were doing a squat and you just do it but the the fact is that your brain actually has to send like multiple signals in order for you to be able to perform that so I can see how it would support brain health to be honest because you are still kind of like you're you're still challenging that like like your brain to, to remember as well. Um, And also in terms of like your balance, you know, if you're doing single leg stuff, it's going to really support that as well. Um, So that's why you should do it. That's just another point. And I'm definitely all for that because do you know what? Brain health is something that just interests me so much. And it's genuinely probably one of the things that I worry about most. Like I would just want to make sure my brain's healthy forever and i want to kind of make sure i just want to be able to remember everything like i just really don't want to like get older and like forget everything like my memory's not super optimal now but i think that's just because it's just a bit scary. i'm going to blame adhd for that as well because other than that like it's just because i've got a lot in there you know um on to my next point and i kind of previously mentioned this earlier but it decreases the risk of developing diseases so it can reduce the risk of like heart disease, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, which again is like, this might not be a right now thing, but your future self would be very thankful that you potentially reduce that risk and potentially like prevented it, you know, genetics aside, um, like the fact that it can potentially do that is such a, such a huge thing. And it, it could be life changing. And it's more like the quality of life as well around it. Like, if you did develop one of these diseases, it does reduce your quality of life. Like, you could be in and out of surgeries. You could be in and out of hospital frequently. You might end up with so many offshots of it as well. It can reduce your life expectancy. And do you know what? It's just the enjoyment for life. I think more than anything. Like, if that's taken away from you, it is. It's not optimal. And whilst I'm not saying that it's going to stop it completely, it, it may well reduce the risk, like a lot of evidence points towards movement in general, just of reducing the risk of developing a lot of diseases, which can really reduce your quality of life and even your life expectancy. And I genuinely can't see why someone wouldn't want to take that into account and, and wouldn't want to do something and just commit to their self, like to do something for themselves, like even just two to three times a week, so optimal and you know there's such a there's such a potential of just improving your life completely and yeah I just can't see why people wouldn't want to do that um and my last one is kind of it kind of stems from the the previous one to be honest but better quality of life like do you want to be able to run around with your kids? Like, do you want to not get out of breath when you run around with them? Do you want to be able to enjoy going on holidays and enjoy going for walks and enjoying your life? Because if you don't look after your health and you don't do things to support it, like that's where you that is literally the scenario. At the end of the day, you, you can potentially just end up having a very poor quality of life. And again, I'm not saying that strength training is like the be all and end all to complete health. There are genetic factors and there are other lifestyle factors which impact your health. There are environmental factors There, there's so many things to take into account. So whilst you could do all the studies in the world, it's very hard to say, yes, this is a solution when it comes to human, like the human body and human health, because you have to take into account so many other factors. And unless you just make someone weight train and do nothing else you wouldn't find that outcome but the fact is you couldn't just make someone do that but as more and more research builds up ultimately you know that there is much more positive outcomes related to people who do resistance bearing exercises than those who don't and I think you just have to look at it from that perspective and I was thinking about this today I was just thinking like it's crazy that some people like you know just don't think that they just don't think about their health and they don't think how they could support it or they almost it's not that they don't want to but I just think it's wild that they don't think about it but then I guess when I was younger and I was drinking smoking doing drugs and stuff I probably wasn't thinking about my health at all (laughs) um which has probably made me a little bit more health focused now but in a healthy way 100% like I'm not fully like health crazed but I just think the recommended amount of exercise per week is 150 minutes of moderate exercise and that is literally like going for a brisk walk or not even a brisk walk or doing like really light movement like that's not even anything intense like moderate is is very very chill like going for a little jog or something and 150 minutes is nothing in the scheme of things and some people can't even commit to that and ultimately I know that everybody has space in their week for even 20 minutes like I'm really bad at maths on the spot so I'm just going to make this up completely or if I do it two four six eight ten twelve six like 20 minutes of exercise seven days a week that could just be going for a walk that could be two 10-minute walks or you could do like 40 minutes one day and 40 minutes another day and then A couple of 20 minutes like I know that you all have the time for it and even resistance training like even if you can just do like 20 to 30 minutes or 20 to 40 minutes a couple of times a week you are going to support your health so much and you're going to support your future self so much I just think you don't want to look back and be like why didn't I just why didn't I just care about myself more like we kind of live in a society where we just neglect ourselves quite a lot and self-care is very much a form of self-discipline like oh hang on wait have I mixed this round self-discipline form of self-care don't know whichever way around it is but like self-care isn't just putting an eye mask on and just chilling for the evening whilst that is very enjoyable i'm partial to it um it's like it's not it's not something that's actually going to help that much you might reduce stress a bit but it's not going to help that much Whereas like discipline and having that discipline is going to support you so much. And that is caring for yourself, getting yourself up, going to that gym class that you said that you were going to do or going out for a walk in the morning like you said you were going to do, holding yourself accountable, doing those things to support your health because you care for yourself and you want to support yourself as you age and you want to support your future self. And you want to show your children that they can support their health and you want them to have a good life and you lead from the front at the end of the day. And I think a lot of people forget that and i think it's really important to 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 show your children like you know this is this is what's good for you and this is what you want to do you can still have a very good life by just doing a few things and just committing a couple of hours a week to your health and to support your health through movement and that's not just your physical health that's your mental health too and i think that's really important And i think it's very much neglected like i think it gets neglected very easily so they are my reasons why you should be weight training or strength training resistance training whichever tickles your pickle and if you are struggling to get motivated to do it please take this as your sign to just do it because you will thank yourself later in life like you honestly will and when you do just thank me as well (laughs) i'm kidding um but i think go do it go support your health do it for yourself like care for yourself lead from the front you know you set the example And if you are struggling to get into strength training, then drop me a message as I would love to support you. And I currently have coaching spaces available. So either click the link in the show notes or drop me a DM on Instagram with the word coaching at beckybcoaching as I would love to help you. Have a wonderful day. Bye guys.